What's going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams back in here with another YouTube live stream. Shout out to the Coach Gang for being in here, being involved, and being active on this YouTube channel. And welcome to Tuesday Titans or Tuesday Mastodons, Tuesday Night Gorditas, whatever you're doing with tonight. It is a slow Tuesday. One of these days, we're going to go over your calendar. We're going to go over how your calendar should look. All right. Tuesday should be a mellow yellow day. All right. Uh, should be dealing with, if anybody wants to slide through, should be an easy slide through. You know, if you got some top notches, maybe a top notch. But if you ain't got no top notch, you just got to get on out there. Go on and get you a gordita, all right? And Shout out to the Taco you. Tuesday. In celebration of Taco Tuesday out here. Today, we're talking about Will Smith holding another L. Holding another L. I know this topic has been blown out of proportion. Not blown out of proportion. It's been needed. It's been over-talked about. But yesterday, um, some news was released about Jada's opinion on the incident. She's been quiet about it. Will's been sulking. He hasn't made any public statements, meaning he hasn't made any statements out on the social media. He has been just lying low. And Will is a broken man. We talked about that. But he's going to be a lonely man. He's going to be a lonely man. We're going to get into that. But I got some super chats as a business to handle. This is a podcast format, so we talk about a variety of things. We're also going to touch base on the Albert Pujols ditching his wife after brain surgery. Divorcing her. Divorcing her. All right. So, wow. We're going to talk about that and we'll put a poll up to see how you guys feel about how Albert Pujols ditched his wife after they went in and worked on her cap. All right. Shout out to that. Man, he icy. He chilly, icy cold out here. He, he cold. He cold blooded out here. And hey, I ain't mad at him. I ain't mad at him. You get hey, you got to be cold blooded out here. It's kill or be killed. So let's uh, do the super chats. Oh, the cash apps. There were some brothers that cash at me this morning. Missed them. So we're going to catch up with those brothers. Michael Dixon with the coffee from this morning. XL Pro Services. I got you, brother. And shout out to David McFarland says for the free agent lifestyle streams. Sean, over here. All right. Appreciate you, brothers, on the cash app. Nice and early. Leaf, Mr. Leaf drops it off. He He starts off. He says, Leaf leading it off. Shout out to my coach and the gang in the building. Raul says, Coach, we finally getting good weather in Western Michigan this weekend. And a largemouth bass are out here biting. All right, let's have a good stream tonight. Man, I listen, I, was, I would love to be out there fishing. I would love to be out there fishing, all right, in a good river. A good lake, I mean, in a good lake. Get them bass out here jumping, biting. All right. Shout out to Rodrigo De Silva, RDS in Brazil, says sub coach. When dealing with modern women, everything is a catch 2022. Damned if you do, damned if you don't. We can't win unless we got options. Peace. Yeah, you guys are stuck in a pickle when you're dealing with this love and romance and marriage. I mean, I'm I'm I pretty much have got myself in a situation where I've just kind of, I've taken that off the table because there's too much stickiness that goes on. All right. There's too much BS, but you can put up with it if you want to. And you can be a hope strategist if you want to, too. Some of you guys are hope strategists. All right. And then you're like, this is my only way in. My only way is into marriage. I can't get no peace, leave nowhere else. All right. And then your more morality hits you. All right. You have a moral issue. You're ugly. <laughs> you ain't got no options. You're a hope strategist. The only way in is to try to marry a woman. It's okay. 
I, I get it. I was there one day. Triggerverse says the devil sweeps for will or weeps. The devil weeps for will or sweeps for will. I don't feel sorry for Will Smith. He's a broken man. He's a he's an egomaniac, allegedly. Narcissist. He thought he was smarter than everybody, in which I think Will Smith definitely is a smart male. All right, he's a smart person, meaning he's intelligent. Uh, but I think he outthought himself and he fell for love. Or Jada knows where the dead bodies are and he refuses to relent to Jada, right? He has to play this role. Otherwise, Jada is reckless about the mouth and she will expose Will. So he has to, it's either one of those two things. He's an overgrown gump or Jada's reckless about the mouth. And if he does do something about, uh, about, um, if he does do something about this marriage, right? She could bury him. She could really, really bury him. I think that those two things are in play right now. Cause y'all ain't heard nothing yet. This, these, this couple, see, this couple is an industry couple. This under this couple's an industry couple. So they've been in the streets in the industry. They've been in, you know, they've taken the pledges and all that stuff, right? You know, to to get the success. But the devil always has its receipt. And right now, um, you know, uh I guess Will has to bend to Jada's wishes. And uh, in essence, then, or else she'll she'll reveal some secrets, some very, very dark secrets. She got 40 years to reveal these secrets. And let's just say this. Will could be in a situation where he's going to be so alone that he has to find his way out. Right? He has to find his way out uh, or else he could hurt himself. So we should be concerned about Will because nobody likes the guy right now. I mean, there's very few people. The only people he have on his side is the black communitas women. All right? He has the black community women. Those are about the only women on the planet Earth that are on his side. And that's the that's who you don't want on your side. OK, mm. if that was the only people that I had on my side, I might cancel myself. Either. <laughs> mm. I ain't going out like that, bro. They can't do nothing. In the history of time, they ain't never been able to do a damn thing. All right. They, they didn't let hold. They didn't let you don't get me started. <laughs> Don't get me started. One white pony to add insult to injury. August releases a song about his entanglement. So you got August Alcina out here. All right. August Alcina out here capitalizing on the moment. And he just released a short song uh, related to it. I think we're going to try to play it. I'm not sure, but we'll go ahead and try to play it. Simon Small contributions for the Ling Ling Fund. Hey, we all got to have us a little Ling Ling in our lives. You know, <laughs> my future nurse who will be pushing applesauce and some other type of mixed-in drug in to uh, take all of my money when I'm old. When I'm about to go out, all right, I'm going to just be trying to grab booty, and she's going to be like, just eat your last bit of applesauce. This is it. I done signed power of attorney over to Ling Ling. Uh, I gave her all my money. I wrote her name in the will. I'm like, baby, let me just grab them cheeks. Let me grab them cakes. Grab them cakes. <laughs> That's me on my last death, on my last bed. Nobody there but me. Just out here like, Ling Ling, I'm about to go out. She like, sign right here before you die. Okay. But before I sign, I got one more request. Can I take a bite? 
<laughs> I want to bite them cheeks, all right, before I go out. I'm coming. I'm going out like I came in in this month. <laughs> That's the only thing going to be on my mind. Give me a sponge bab and a little sucky. <laughs> I'll just play. People mad at me. This is embarrassing. Do you actually, you're going to be a lonely old man dying alone. Okay. It's not that serious. You're going to be down alone too. All right. So what are you talking about? <laughs> we all die alone. Yes, it's depressing. But uh, you won't remember anything after that. You'll be in a, taking a dirt nap like this here. Not even, not even snoring. Nothing's going to happen. <laughs> anyway, that's very dark, isn't it? Well, the spiritual people are like, oh, my God, you don't believe in the afterlife? Oh, my goodness. Do we want to start that conversation? God, where have you been? Robert A., should we put the disclaimer up? The church people are up in arms. Everybody in Mississippi and Louisiana are like, what? <laughs> People in Mississippi, Alabama, Louisiana, they're like, oh, my God, they down there. This is just. <laughs> Here's the disclaimer of what we do over here. We have fun. Man, I've been I've been I grew up on the West Coast too much. We already in hell over here. <laughs> All right. The people in the South, the Bible Belt, there's somebody in Monroe, Louisiana going crazy right now. Lord have mercy. <laughs> Shout out to the Bible Belt. Outrage. What is this? This is ridiculous. <laughs> okay, let me get back to the show. We're just having fun, and I don't fear it. I don't fear death. I don't. I've had fun here. I'm going to have some more fun, though, in between uh, when I die and, uh, you know, what I'm doing now. I plan on having a lot more fun. Anyway, so where are we at? <laughs> oh, man. Uh, let's get into the show. Robert A says, catching up on tuition. Shout out to the coach gang, man. Let's get back into it, huh? Somebody trying to hit me up. Here's a here's what we are doing today. Uh, first of all, let's handle some uh, house business here. For the house business people around here. Coach gang, where is up in here? All right, you saw the commercial at the beginning. Going over to the Etsy store. Link is in the, the description box below. Uh, we're going to only do this sale for about three weeks, and then most of these items are going to come down. All right. Also, I had the wrong people declared the winner, apparently, in the coaches bracket over here. All right, I had the wrong link click. It looks like our homeboy, Modern Man, is the winner. All right, I got to do a little bit what's going on, and this is the first, second, and third place over here. I got to figure out what happened. All right. I had a different link, but it looks like modern man is the actual winner of the coach gang bracket. All right. So he is going to get the first place prize. Second place prize goes to you day and Richard. Richard Scott is the second, third place winner. All right. We're going to clear all of this madness up. All right. And we got a fantastic game of prime and decline coming up. Obviously KT King has been busy with nominees. He has several nominations for our prime and decline games. All right, so stay tuned for our Prime and Decline game in a little bit. All right, so now let's play this little clip that I've been trying to educate you young brothers out here. Okay. 
I'm going to educate you, young brothers. I've been telling you that you've been dealing with women on a spectrum. You don't know women. You don't understand them. You are actually in love with them. And you're hoping that you get lucky. Uh, you're one of the lucky ducks that find true love in America. All right. Um, but uh, let me play this clip by our guy, Ribby the Frog. Shout out to Ribby the Frog. All right. Check out Ribby the Frog. He posts some short clips, and they're always pretty funny. He always takes from the TikTok uh, crowd right here. And uh, here you got a uh, sloppy yogurt Becky here. Mm. A sloppy yogurt Becky is going to uh, let us know. Give Ribby the Frog a round of applause and give him a sub over here. All right. You got a sloppy yogurt Becky that she's basically a four. All right. She's a 49er for sure. All right. If she didn't have that blonde hair, she'd be beat down with the ugly stick. All right. She got that save. She got that one thing saving her. Okay. But uh, let's listen to what she says. Her ex never, she never told her ex. Let's listen to what she said about this. And guys, don't tell me she's lying. Go ahead and um, let's go ahead and listen to what she said here. Something you've never told your ex. Uh, that I talked to half his baseball team at the same time. Oh, wow. <laughs> Boy, daddy must be proud sending her to Arizona State to get ran through more times than the Holland Tunnel. All right, she's proud, and all her friends are proud. These are all the – and brother man thought he was going to get in. See, guys, you brothers think that you guys are getting in there and you're getting something precious and spiritual, all right? But they're best. They're the best at hiding all of their dirty deeds, all right? They're the best at hiding their dirty deeds, all right? Because you don't think that she's dirty like that because they'd be up in court. <laughs> it was my first time, and I never sucked on a salami before, but she lying. All right, she didn't been down there. She a pro. Look at her. She looked like a pro. She's 19 years old, been through there. She talking through. And the reason why she has to talk to half to the baseball team is quite frankly, you can see it. It's apparent. All right. Them knees are knocked. All right. She got knocked knee syndrome. All right. So uh, she got to talk to half of the baseball team and half of the baseball team plowing through them. Something you've never told your ex. Uh, that I talked to half his baseball team at the same time. Oh, wow. <laughs> Holy shit. Is it like true? Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. I'm proud of this. See, and she probably broke up with him because he was a dirty damn dog, right? He was a cheater. See, the game and the role has flipped. All right. This is flipped. A lot of things that uh women are men were doing in the past, women are doing because they have access. They they can be out here in these streets with no problem. All right. And so a lot of you guys are experiencing this, especially Generation Z. Generation Z, you're experiencing this type of imbalance because it's now fair game to do so. However, it is going to be difficult for you to even get on board. Not only is she talking to or getting ran through by half of the baseball team, because she said talking to, she's also getting ran through. She is also going to seek an arrangement. She has two old men that's paying her for some succeed. Okay. These are all the things that I've been telling you about on the spectrum. And then later on, she's going to be somebody's uh, wife. Later on, she's going to be somebody's wife. And then you're not going to know any of this stuff. Remember, hire a private investigator. Hire a private investigator. Okay. If they go on to college, highly likely, highly likely, and they've been a, a sorority, uh, they've been a party girl, they go to bars and night bars and nightclubs got to be the lowest rung of people that you can actually deal with. And, and, and code approach artists are always trying to get you to run through bars and nightclub women. That's the worst people. If you're going to pick through, that's like a Petri dish full of people. 
but this is who they are always trying to push you out to go late at night and go with the STD infested at the bars and the clubs. Come on, man. Not only that, you know, I was going to talk about something else, but let's go ahead and skip to the next story right here. Um, let's get into Will. Let's get into Will. All right. The broken man that Will is right now. Let's go ahead and give up, give up uh, a picture of what Will's doing here. Where's the, where's my clip here? Uh, this is your boy, man. This is your boy. Unfortunately, you're witnessing the breakdown of a man in public. Um, many men have already seen this breakdown. Many young men have seen their father break down like this. Not only have they seen their father break down like this, they were a part of the breakdown. So when the mother started to break down the man, the kids start breaking down the man. We're seeing the daughter turn away from the father. Remember, I've told you this. Remember, I told you this. Do not be surprised. Once your daughter turns 16, 17, 18, she's going to start to break away from the father. All right. And she's going to start to side with the mother. Or she's going to start siding with the streets. In these streets. And so uh, you're seeing this play out, whether this is real or fake fantasy or whatnot. You're seeing this play out. And this is basically a microcosm of the greater problem in our society. Men have no leg to stand on when they get in long-term marriages. See, these people have been married for 25 years, ladies and gentlemen. These people have been married for 25 years, and yet I still hear men that have been married for less than 10 years, less than 12 years, less than 15 years, less than 17 years, less than 20 years, come out here and vouch for marriage when they see many men getting their ass kicked on a daily basis. Well, there's nothing wrong with it. I'm doing it. Yeah, the problem is, are you acknowledging the multitude of men that are going homeless, the multitude of men that are having their children snatched from them, the multitude of men that are going into poverty because of child support, the multitude of men that are being broken in public in the court of public opinion, and they have no one to turn to. That's what you're not acknowledging. And I wish the people who promoted marriage would acknowledge that. Although you do have a point, I'm over here trashing marriage like crazy. So, <laughs> So I should give a little bit, right? I should give a little bit. Well, my little bit that I give is I believe the best way to raise two, uh, raise children is through two-parent households. So that's my give. You, sirs, and you, sirs, are not giving any give. You need to be a little bit honest about what's going on. Men have no leg to stand on. When it's time to break their ass, they get broken. And this is what's happening to this man. Look at your man right here. And obviously, this isn't a picture from the current situation. But look at your man. My man was also an emotional wreck during this particular um, episode in which he was seen laughing and then in anger and then berating someone and then crying all within a span of 25 minutes, which would qualify as a mental breakdown. But nope, the community specifically Pacifically, the queens have given this man a pass because they've seen their uncles and their fathers act recklessly like this too, and they recognize the pattern of behavior. What a sad state of affairs that we live in. And if anyone sides with this one, guys, this is your opportunity to run. Wait a minute. It's your opportunity to run. Gentlemen, do not get involved with these people. These people are tipping their hand of how evil they are and how they don't care about the men. Okay, they're tipping your hand. This is why I've always told you, do not marry a feminist. Do not marry a feminist. Do not marry a feminist because their, in, their agenda is not your agenda. I've also said, don't get involved in their politics. And here's an example of a man that have sided in public, have sided with his wife, allowed her to wear the pants in the family, and in essence, promote 
the strength of womanhood only to be broken by it decades later. Okay. And he has no one to turn to. He has no one of strength to turn to. And that's what's really the problem here. Let me show you how your girl Jada has thrown this man under the bus in a place in a time where she needed to be the rock next to him. Because guess what? He was the one that stood up for her. But I, as you can see, Jada has always not taking uh, Jada has always uh, taken pleasure in taking shots at this man. And this is from April 4th. So this is going in from late last night into this. So this is yesterday. I'm sorry. This is yesterday. So this is breaking news. Uh, we should do some breaking news, Sean, but I don't have my Yankee. I don't have my Yankee fitted. <laughs> okay. All right. We should break some news, Sean, over here, Sean. All right. Uh, Jada Pinkett Smith wishes Will did not slap Chris Rock at the Oscars. Wow. No accountability. She completely removes herself from the situation. Although she was seen laughing after the slap. She was seen laughing after the slap. And now she's saying she wishes it. Of course you wish now because you saw that it worked against you. Had everybody celebrated Will and then this Chris Rock, then you probably be, be, wouldn't be singing I wish. I wish, I wish, I wish. I wish, I wish, I wish. So now you're saying you wish he didn't smack him, but you weren't doing that after the fact when you were laughing after the slap. Not only that, when you gave Will the side eye of displeasure to make him act and put his simp cape on, you weren't wishing that you didn't stop him from getting up. Did you grab his arm? Did you say, no, nah, Will, don't do it, Will? Did you do any of that? Your ass got paralyzed. All right. You got frozen. And then you let him do what he did, ruining this, ruining this, his career. Now, let me just add to this, guys. This is another indication of something that I've been telling you about. Number one, you're expected to no matter what you've done in this world to always trump what you did the, yes, uh, the day before. I've always told you in marriages, peace lead points don't carry over. Like, you could have gave her the world yesterday, but today she wakes up. What have you done for me lately? Dun, 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 dun. Ooh, yeah. I know what you used to do, but what have you done for me lately? <clears throat> this man gave this family the world. She let him, she let, wait, he let her raise the kids like crazy crackheads. Okay. And now look what you got. What is his gift? This is his reward. This is the thanks he get. Is this the MF and thanks I get? I invented this gangster ish. <laughs> and this is the MF and thanks I get. All right, this is the thanks he gets for standing up for her in her alopecia disorder. This is the thanks he gets. Oh, well, I wish he didn't do it. And then she says, they agreed he overreacted. Now, this particular statement was um, given to pass through their publicists, I believe, publicists, okay? And so they passed it through their publicists, and, and uh, I'll read the article. And as you can see, they didn't make this statement. This is through uh, third party hearsay. Jada Pinkett Smith is not angry with Will. After he slapped Chris Rock at the 2020 Oscars, but she wishes he didn't get in the physical, uh, get physical with the comedian. 
Of course you do now, because after a week, now you're going, wow, this didn't work out for me. But I guarantee you during that that time, and I'm going to play the clip of her allegedly laughing at Will, uh, laughing at Chris Rock when he got smacked, because you're going to see how hypocritical this is. All right. Because she laughed uh, when, when he got slapped, but now she sees the tide, uh, she saw the tide turn, and now she's like, well, wait a minute. Well, wait a minute. Maybe this didn't work out for uh, me right here. So let's see here. Um, I'm going to use, uh, let me see, should I use that one? This is going to be fair use. Okay, we have a, we have a clip hip. Uh, we have a clip hip. We have a clip here. Uh, we're going to use this fair use. Uh, we're just going to use a segment of this. This is allegedly at the moment of the so-called, this is the Sapruder film. How do you say it? Sapruder film. Here we go right here. Wait a minute. I don't want that. Here it is right here. Whoa, boy, he stood in there for that punch. All right. So this is basically same time here. And is she stopping him? Is she stopping him? If she's is she's banning him? Is she waving her arms? Is she flagging uh Will down? Is she screaming, no, honey, no? Sapruder film by Mr. Sapruder. And there she is. Let's see here. I think she laughs at what Chris Rock says. There's the laugh allegedly. So she laughs what Chris Rock says. Damn, I think Will just smacked the ish out of me. Let me see if I can turn this up here. Incident. So, yeah, there's somebody talking. We don't want to hear you. Uh, so here it is. Hey, somebody delete the dude with the all caps. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Uh, there it is right there. There's the alleged laugh. And uh, she doesn't look, uh, you know, she doesn't look uncomfortable with the situation. All right. But now since it's backfired, whether will or fake, will or fake, it's will or fake. Since it backfired, now they're out here tucking tail, trying to figure out what had happened. And now she's saying, see, what had happened was, all right, and here it is right here. It was in the heat of the moment. In the heat of the moment. All right, shout out to you. It was him overreacting. He knows that, and she knows that. They're in agreement that he overreacted. A source exclusively tells us weekly, about where the couple stands, but they're cowards. They're cowards. They, why aren't they out? They got YouTube channels. They got Instagram, TikTok. They got all of these channels that they have no problem coming out there spewing their agenda, uh, having their son running around in a skirt and having their daughter shaving their head and running around there swinging her hair back and forth. They have no problems coming out there when it's time to step up and be famous, but now they're hiding like cowards. Okay. I, I'm I'm recognizing a, a situation here. All right. This is definitely a cowardice act by someone from the grassy knoll. Here it is right there during the celebration. We don't need to read all of this. We know what it was. We know what it we know what it is at this particular point. Now, again, one thing that I'm gonna say here is a lot of people, you know, still believe that it could be staged and planned, and there's greater people that move these chess pieces around. And these people who are nothing but, uh, you know, people of uh, people indoctrinated into the beliefs of Hollywood and they have all this control. Sure. Now, that still doesn't belabor the point of what this does to masculinity in fathers and men who lead fathers for a decade or two. It still ruins the reputation and pushes the agenda forward. So the debate, whether it's real or fake, is futile. It means nothing. The bait over is real or fake means nothing. It still is the imagery that we're pushing forth. We're still 
crushing a man, was still crushing a man that gave everything, who risked everything because she was displeased about this man for a long time. And he felt if he did one heroic act, if he took one stage, one statement that he could do to show how much he was behind his wife or he can vent his frustration about his wife being out here running a salami packing festival out here. He thought he could do it and he can make his way on that moment because she was such a dissatisfied, unhappy person. I'm not happy. <laughs> and what did he do? He risked his whole legacy. Which, what people want you to do. This is what people want you to do, gentlemen. When they say we're the least protected women or the most unprotected women, I don't know what's more gl- grammatically correct. When they say you're the they're the most unprotected women, what that means to say, which means in effect, you need to give up everything you've worked hard for at a moment's notice. You need to be Mr. Minuteman and sacrifice everything you worked hard for to protect somebody who doesn't even love you, who doesn't care about you, who only sees you as a protective provider and who understands or believes that you, in essence, are disposable. Not only are you disposable, everything you've worked hard for is disposable or everything you worked hard for, you should sacrifice at the altar of the divine feminine so that she can exist and you can languish in the gulag. Does this sum it up? (laughs) Does this about sum it up about what's going on? Anyone? The damsel in distress. Hey, you run out here and untie me, put yourself in front of the bullet train, and then rescue me while your ass get ran over by the train. This is essentially the damsel in distress situation working uh, against the man will in this situation. So at this point, real or fake, the man's about to lose his damn legacy. He potentially is going to lose his Oscar. They're going to lose any momentum that they had for blacks need to be at the Oscar. They killed that. Boy, leave it up to the community to go ahead and show their rear end. Um, in a way that, <laughs> I mean, how do you explain it? This is the, supposed to be the Oscars blackout. And now we're looking at it and we're going, it was the source awards. Mm. Never underestimate the power of the community to actually throw down, uh, to set themselves back 40, 50 years at a moment's notice. Not only that, Megan Thee Stallion is along with this one here. She still hasn't proven that she in effect was shot by this man Tory Lanes, and in this situation now she's out here losing her sponsorship and people are walking away with it and then when this happens this is what really chaps my hide this is what really gives me the red ass this is what really and pause by the way this is what really pisses me off i gotta pause for a second i gotta pause i gotta pause sorry because the community never fails to amaze me here. It's been a while since I've gone in on the community. They've had about three or four weeks of not me going in on their ass. Somebody says, don't blame the black community for a few. Mm. Oh, man, you can't, you can't play that. Man. You can't do that because y'all blame what y'all playing Kyle Rittenhouse. There's a whole bunch of examples of y'all blaming everybody. Everybody, the whole race over here because of the few. Stop that. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't don't be contradictory. Don't do that. 
one white person does one thing and y'all blame all the white people when there's millions of them. Don't don't do that. Listen, hey, look, they made a fool out of themselves. All right, because it wasn't just Will and Jada. I don't know if you know. Do you guys know what happened at the Oscars this year? I, uh, this is this is what I'm going to tell you guys. I don't think you guys knew. Um, let me see here. I don't think you guys knew that this was so. This was a new step. Wait a minute here. Uh, in the direction of the Oscars because the coordinator, the coordinator of the event. Somebody fill me in with this. The coordinator of the event this year at this year's Oscar for the first time was a black person, a person of color. I don't know if you know that this was a significant Oscars for the community because previously, not less, not more than four years ago, they had a um, Oscar so white hashtag Oscar so white. So this was the first all black production crew of the Oscars. This was the first time that they said, okay, we're going to turn it over to y'all. We let me let me look it up. I'm going to look it up so I can get it right. Because it just wasn't Will and Jada. This was the first all produce produce all black. Who, who is the person? Somebody give me the per, per, person. Somebody give me the person's name so I can get it. It was the all first time Will Packer. Will Packer. Let me let me pull it up here. Will Packer. Pause. Let's give you a a, a, a let's let's tell you how significant this thing, this thing was. Okay, right here. I'm gonna do a clip right here. It wasn't just Will and Jada. This was uh. Let me see if I could get a picture of him here. Gosh darn it. All right. Sorry, I didn't mean to discuss this, but I do find it now you're trying to wriggle out. No, we're not going to wriggle out of this. Not only did, here it is right here. So Will Packer, they put him at the head of the production of the entire event. So this was the handing over of, we need to do it too. You know, the little sister syndrome. That awesome, you know, little sisters have this. Community has this. Women have this whole idea. We want it. We want our turn too. All right. And they finally say they relent and they say, OK. And then they give you the turn. And what do y'all do? You fumble the bag. Fumbled it like, come on, man, you can't do this. You had your one shining moment and you blew it. You can't do that. So Will Packer first time, not only that. One of the hosts they had the first time, it was all three female hosts. Let me pull that up. This was a significant L for the community. What do you mean a few? This is a big old fumble. They handed it over to you. They said, okay, y'all, y'all want Oscar so black? Have at it. Not only that, Will Smith was predicted to win the Oscar, only the fifth black man to ever do so after complaining for years that black man can't win one, and he slated to win one, and they fumbled the bag. Stop it, bro. Stop it. Y'all can't y'all can't wriggle out of this one. That's an L. Hold that L. The female Oscar hosts, which got overshadowed, by the way. You can't wriggle out of this one. This is a hell. This is an L. Um, here it is right here. Here it is. Bam. And you say, God dang, this is a dope jam. Here's another L. This was the first time they had three female hosts 
the Oscars. Chris Rock wasn't a host. He was previously a host, but he wasn't a host. In which two are the females were black women. Out of all three of the hosts, they picked two sisters to host it. Wow, this is an L. Hold that L. See, this is what people all missed on this one. So they had, I said, Wanda Sykes is a female. Will Packard, the director, two black female hosts, one openly gay female, black female host, three women. Will Smith's going to win. And they fumbled it, bruh. And not only that, there was somebody else Chris Rock was presenting. This was a big time fumble for the community. So do not start with me. I know, brother, you're good. You cannot wriggle out of this one. This is a fumble. Ghost of Sydney Portier is still shaking his damn head, weeping willow. Oscar wins speech for show. Was Tisha Campbell in it? It was supposed to be. Oh, Quest Love. That's who it was. They even had Quest Love. Was he over the musician? Let me see here. Quest Love musician uh, Oscar. I'm going to put, see if I could. Yeah, Quest Love. Did he win an award or what did he do here? I know he was a part of the show. Let me see here. Quest. Oh, he took an Oscar. So, Quest, wow. I didn't even know that. So, Quest Love wins an Oscar. Wow. I didn't even know that. I know he was doing something. Boy, this is the. Not only that, I think Magic Johnson won an Oscar. Didn't an NBA player win an Oscar? So, Quest Love. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It gets worse. Quest Love wins an Oscar for. Uh, it looks like. Uh, Best documentary. What what a sad state of affairs. This is a fumble. I think Steph Curry, Steph Curry even won an Oscar. I think it was either Magic Johnson or Steph Curry. Steph Curry, uh, Oscar. I think he won. Uh, most valuable. Let me see here. Oscar awards. Let's see here. Oscar 2022. I think a, a, some NBA player won an Oscar. Oh, Shaquille O'Neal and Steph Curry. Shaquille O'Neal and Steph Curry. Here it is right here. Shaquille O'Neal and Steph Curry wins an award for their work on the Queen of Basketball. If this is not a fumble, this is the definition of fumbling the bag. They fumbled it. So it wasn't just, uh, it was just Will slap Chris Rock. They fumbled everybody and they overshadowed everybody with that one selfish event. It was the source awards for Hollywood legends and NBA stars. And it was the one blackout of the Oscars and they fumbled it. Come on. This is how significant it was, but let's get to the super chats. We teach it out here. Yeah, man, this was a big deal. This was the first time that this was ever going on. And guess what? Since they let them run it, they ended up passing out awards to all their friends. <laughs> They basically said, okay, yeah, we're going to give all our friends awards. And they did. Guess what? It didn't matter. The community should be throwing, um, the community should be throwing um, them out because they completely overshadowed all their agendas. So this is why I say it wasn't fake. All right. Or if you, a black, if you are a pro black, you think it was fake. Right? Somebody said Popeye's chicken was the, um, Popeye's chicken was the, uh, I can't remember the, the meals that they have. Popeye uh, Chicken provided the meals. <laughs> wow. I didn't know that. 
boy, they really were doing it up. I forgot. <laughs> what do they call it? The meal plan meals after the, the acting scene. I can't remember what it is. No, not catering. They call it something specific in, in Hollywood. They call it, um, not catering. They call it, uh, I can't remember what they call it. It's something like if there's a certain name, but it's basically catering. Yes. So Popeye's chicken was behind it. Got it. <laughs> Damn. They boy, they really was. They really turned it over. I say craft services. Thank you, Freddie Frappuccino for everybody that knows Hollywood. Yeah. Uh, craft services were provided by, 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 um, by churches or, or Popeye's, which one was it? Y'all mad? <laughs> they mad. Come on. I mean, why not? That can't be true. Let me look it up. Hold on for a second. Was Popeye's Popeye's chicken Oscar? Y'all got to take this L community. Now, don't be mad at me. Y'all fumbled this bag. All right. Let me see Oscars. Oh, it came up. Oh, don't tell me. Don't tell me. Something came up. Okay. It wasn't Popeye's. It was somebody else. Somebody said we we sound like the KKK. What does this KKK actually sound like? Have you ever heard the KKK? Do they talk about fumbling the bag at the Oscars? <laughs> Come on, y'all would do y'all would do this. Y'all would say this yourselves. Come on, man. We in the company of our own. We could talk about this. Y'all the one fumbled the bag. Anyway. It, I looked it up. Yeah, they didn't provide craft services. But uh, I guess your boy Will was on the Henny. He was high off. He was drunk off the Henny, that's for sure. What a damn shame out there, boy. This was a, this is just disastrous. All right, so anyway, where are we at on the Super Chats? So when y'all, <laughs> never mind. Anyway, um... Shout out to, did I get Robert A? I did. Metal fan says, I just want all of the coach game to know I can do some shuffling too. And your super chat is right on time because definitely what that's what we were doing. I can do some shuffling too. Look out, man. What, what you going to do? Look out, boys. It's coming through. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. I mean, they, they should have brought him out at the damn awards at this particular point. Right when he slapped Will. Where's Mr. Sandman? They should have bought Mr. Sandman out from the, the Apollo Theater and dragged off Will or Chris Rock with the hook. That's all they were missing. All right, that's how ridiculous it was. Uh, so anybody going to have criticism for the guy who was producing the show? Where's the security team, by the way? Shout out to One White Pony. Hey, gang, ha uh, have many of you heard about their open relationship since the 90s? My dad said that when I was a teen. Yeah, well, they kind of admitted that they were in an open relationship. So this has been a problem the entire time. And this is why um, uh, open relationships don't work. I've been, an, I've, been a, I've been against open relationships. Okay, open relationships don't work. But see, the, today's age, women are the ones pushing for open relationships because they now have the ability to go out and run these streets. So older women are now saying, hey, yeah, this is great. I want to go out and be in an open relationships, but open relationships don't work. Eventually, there's going to be something that happens where um, 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 you cannot keep up with her. See, you think you're going to be like, cool, I can go out there and get me some side piece of tail. But guys, it doesn't work out. What eventually is going to happen is if she's a sexual person, she's going to out 
she's going to out body count you in little time, no time flat. You'll be jealous quickly because you can't compete. Let me give you an example. I mean, look at what August Alcina is doing. Um, August Alcina is falling in love with Will's wife. And Will probably went out there and did some dirt. But let's just say you were Will and Jada. And your wife went out there and found her in August or found her a couple of men. All she would have to do is uh, raise her hand like this, like she was in church. And she'd have a line of dudes lined up immediately. And if she was an overly sexual person, she would bang all of them in 30 days, one day after the next. Let's just say in theory. Now, let's turn it back to you. If you were married and you had to go out there and find your own women and you weren't Will Smith, there's no way you can keep up with her. There's no way you can keep up with her. As a matter of fact, if you went out there and told women you were in an open relationship, it would still be difficult for them to be convinced unless they heard it directly from your wife's mouth. So you would need your wife to be out there recruiting for you um, or else it's going to be hard for you to turn it over unless you're the man, which you're probably not. In essence, what's going to happen is your wife doesn't have time to help you get women because she's too busy getting laid. She ain't trying to help you. And if you're the one that brought it up, she's going to penalize you for it in an open relationship. And I'm going to also tell you one more part on this one. I told you about that movie with um, uh, the um, Muriel Hemingway. I told you about this movie that came out somewhere in the 90s or 2000s. Muriel Hemingway had a situation where they were bored in their marriage. They opened up to an open marriage and then she, they opened a one, they brought a woman into their bedroom and uh, they had threesomes. And then it, and then eventually the woman, the women got hooked on each other. And so they started to come over and then the husband thought he was going to be invited to the party and they sl slowly closed him out. And then they fell in love and kicked his ass to the curb. <laughs> so, I mean, come on, man. Those situations rarely work in the male's favor. Mario Hemingway. When was the last time somebody talked about her? <laughs> come on. Is she still alive? Mario Hemingway. Somebody died. Uh, movie, open marriage movie. Let me see. Open relationship. Was it an open marriage movie? I'm going to look it up just in case you guys. Oh, here it is called The Sex Monster. <laughs> so here's the movie here. It's called Sex Monster. Uh, so, guys, you guys think you're going to win in an open relationship, but you're going to take an L. Here's the movie right here. 1999. I remember the movie because one day I caught it like in the middle of the night on Cinemax. All right. Woke up. What is this movie about? But here's the goofy husband. Look at the goofball husband. He coming in, oh, we're going to have something. They're bored in their marriage, and she brings over a lesbian, and they have a threesome or a bisexual girl. They have a threesome, but she gets hooked on sex with the woman. And then they would close the door on his ass. They wouldn't even let him come in the room no more. And so the goofy husband <laughs> end up getting kicked out. Oh, hell. What is this? Let me turn this off. I didn't click the trailer. No, 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 no. We don't want all that. There's Popeye's chicken if somebody was hungry. So, guys, man, I'm telling you, it's very rarely that you will get the upper hand in those situations. All right, so be careful. And, yes, allegedly they admitted that they had open relationships. There was this movie called Personal Best, too. Yeah, I don't know about that one.
Uh, Freddie Frappuccino will betray his legacy, fame, hard work, and reputation trying to satisfy his ex-ex. They're not, they're not to be satisfied. It's a lose-lose. Like the only, just think about it. The only possible win that he could have got is if everybody hated Chris Rock so much, right? That's the only way that would have worked out. Uh, but it worked out only that black women thought that was heroic. Like uh, that Haddishfield, Haddish, Tiffany Haddish. Oh, this was the best thing I saw. See, men need to protect their women. They were the only, the women of her ilk were the only ones that said, yes, that was a fantastic thing to do. Everybody else saw that and was like, oh, what? <laughs> now, the reason why I think people didn't think Will did a good job was because it was Jada. See, that's what people aren't admitting. See, had it not been Jada and it was Selma Hayek and Chris Rock did Selma Hayek and Will went up and smacked him, I think people would have gave Will a pass. But knowing what they know, knowing she out here gobbling up salamis, she she didn't get any help. They were like, you, you're defending her, bro? Oh, my God. But the only thing keeping Will in is that Jada knows too much. This is why you don't tell, you don't get into relationship. Modern relationships are not going to work because the spirit of Jezebel and Lilith is at work. Hey, if you haven't seen my streams on the Lilith spirit and the Je no the Jezebel spirit and uh Lilith's mirror, you don't know what's going on here. This is all biblical. This has all been written, and he's got with the wrong spirit. Shout out to Bank of America. Our 49ers winning. These 49ers out here winning. She out there running through the baseball team. No, they guys, uh, it's not how you start, it's how you finish. So they're starting off good. All right. 49ers, this is the best time to be a 49er, by the way. If you don't know what a 49er is, it's a woman who is a four on the look scale, but she acts like she's a nine and she overcompensates. You know what I mean? She gets, she, she gets Chad's, she gets Tyrone's. And for the first time in history, they can have access to these men when before they would have had to been in the cool circle. They would have had to been, you know, people that they knew they would have had to be present at the mall when Tyrone was there and horny enough to talk to her. Like, she would have had to been around there. She would have had to be a manager on the football team. Like, back in the day before technology, she would have to put herself out there. Now, they could just sit behind the phone, be introverts, and be horny. And Chad's and Tyrone showing up. They're going to be there smashing them. And despite what people say about how women look, there's dudes that are putting it down on them. Knee deep. They going knee deep up in these women, bro, and giving them the best sags of their life. And so this is what how that girl from uh, Ribby the Frog's video is. She's like, this is fantastic. Nobody knows this. Nobody sees it. They can do it all under the cover of night. Nobody knows they're creeping. Of course, they want these guys to be boyfriends and all that stuff, but they'll take the good sags. They'll, they'll take getting piped down. Guys, remember, I'm, I, I'm educating you. Never believe that she's a victim in the scenario. I just can't find the right guy. These guys keep just lying to me and running through me like the Holland Tunnel. Uh, these guys are just so, guys are such dogs. Guess what? When you ain't looking, she's having fun. She's getting the best part of it out of it. She's, she's getting what she wants. Now, she wants also a relationship, but it don't matter. 
she's on call. She got these boys on call. And guess what? On a Tuesday night when she's sitting up there and her dog is sitting there licking peanut butter and she ain't got nothing to do. She's in her oversized sweatshirt and she's got her hair tied up in a, in a pineapple because she after she jumped out the shower and she getting lonely, all she got to do is pick up the phone and somebody coming over. <laughs> now they're going to tell you, oh man, these guys are such dogs. They don't commit. They don't, nah, 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 nah. but she's not thinking that when she's getting piped down. She's not thinking that when she's getting piped down. She's getting what she wants. And the dude, don't he, he don't even think. All he's going to say, she always say, you want to slide through? And he's going to be like, yep. Guys, I've been there, dog. <laughs> I know what it is. I've been on the other side of that. Come on through. Doors unlocked. Just come on up. You drive up, park around the corner, turn your lights off. Come on through. And guys, in the suburbs, when you're the black guy in the suburbs, you get, you get, these, you get these opportunities. Uh, you slide on through. You open the door. You act like you make sure the neighbors don't see you walking into her premises. You go upstairs, you pipe that down, and then you go to you bust and you get up out of there. Because then you see her double chin, you see her neck, you start seeing her midsection and whatnot, and <laughs> you be out there. You be like, I gotta go. Thank you. You have fun. Appreciate you. You be like, Do you want to take any water? You want to take any bag of, bag of peanuts? Do you want to take anything? I got some leftover food. You want to take that? I'm good. I'll see you later. Hey, text me when you need me. <laughs> and then you bounce. Guys, that's how that's how women have it now on the uh that's how easy they can easy they can get it. It's ease of access now. Super duper easy. And they do this and they act you'll never know they're doing it. But let's play the video for the people who are, are, are just here. And this is a prime example of the people who are doing it. Okay. They're doing it. Something you've never told your ex. Uh, that I talked to half his baseball team at the same time. Oh, wow. <laughs> she got no choice to but talk to half the baseball team because that's, how she gonna, that's the only way she's going to get anybody on the baseball team. It's a number game for her. She got to go out there and throw her net wide. Now, here's the here's the secret about men. Men don't care. Men don't care that they all smashing the same girl. And men don't care. Hey, you slid you slid through uh you slid through Vanessa's house. Yep, I slid through her house too. She good, huh? She nasty, huh? Yep, she nasty. And they don't care. They out there hitting balls. They don't care. And they're using her, but in essence, she's using them too, uh, to an extent. But she's gonna get the short end of the stick down the line. She's going to get the short end of the stick. She's proud of what she's doing, but. I think you've never told your ex. Uh, that I talked to half his baseball team at the same time. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. Is it like true? Yeah. She's proud of herself. Shout out to Ruby DeFrost. She's proud. But see, this is the spectrum that I keep talking about. That's the spectrum. What's going on here? Looks like there was some excess food here. I was eating on Popeye's chicken. But that's just the gray hair. Anyway, he says foot on her head, doing all of that, busting on her face, down her, just doing her nasty, right? Thank you. Throwing the towel on her. She, he wiped himself down in the sink. 
Throw the towel on her face. Watch that. I appreciate you. I'm out. And then he bounces. And then she jumps back on the couch. She's sitting on her bed. Damn. Well, that's the only way I can get viciously piped down the way I want it. But uh, it'd be nice if you could spend the night. You know, as you walking out, uh, you want to spend the night? No, I ain't got no time. Damn. Oh, well. She go into her refrigerator, her freezer, get her pint of Haagen-Dazs yogurt and uh, start eating that, uh, what do they call it? Frozen yogurt. She just start gobbling it down. Boy, it is lonely out here. <laughs> but I had some good sex. <laughs> I'm telling you, dude, this is going on. It's going on right now. What time is it right now? It's six o'clock right now. It's six o'clock right now on the West Coast. It's nine o'clock on the East Coast. I'm telling you right now, a girl just hopped out of her shower. M millions of them. They just hopped out of the shower. And guess what they're doing right now? They're texting somebody to come slide through right now. See, the, the one thing that you guys don't get, and I know you guys make, you know, try to keep me out here. Like, I'm the one out here having this damn Sodom and Gomorrah come. Look, you guys are the one out here doing this. I keep showing you the statistics. I showed you how STDs are spreading. I showed you how STDs are spreading in the black community. Y'all don't want to believe me. All right. This can't be true. See, you guys are really some purple pills. You guys are really hope strategists at the end of the, at the, end of the day. You cannot believe there's people out here fornicating right now. I, you can't believe. You, you can't believe it. No, this is not true. There's women out here right now. She's learning how to catch up on her typewriter skills. Right now, she's doing AD. She's doing ASDF, JKL, semicolon. And she's learning how to speed up her typing skills because, hey, it's Tuesday night. I ain't got nothing better to do. You think they're sitting around going, you know what? I've been I've been waiting to learn how to make beef stroganoff. Maybe I'll invite my girlfriends over for wine time and we'll learn how to make beef stroganoff right now. Hey girls, hey, do you want to come over and learn how to make uh, beef stroganoff? Right now, you think she's learning how to knit a a a uh, blanket like her great granny. This is what you think. You think they're learning right now. They ain't got nothing else to do. Perhaps I'll learn how to knit. Perhaps I'll take up knitting. See, what you want to believe is that they're sitting there playing words with friends in Candy Crush with nothing to do. Damn, I got nothing to do. Perhaps I'll play word with friends with someone. Anyone? They're, they're contacting people. Let's play word with friends right now in Candy Crush. Oh, I got high score right now. Guys, it only takes 35 minutes to get this in. Slide through. She waits. He comes through. 35 minutes. <laughs> then 35 minutes later, he's done. She cleans herself up. Then she's back on there. <laughs> she's back on uh, Amazon ordering stuff. Mm. Come on, man. I want to wake you guys up, but you guys don't want to be woken up. Anyway, glad that we're having fun here. Let's go ahead and play Prime and Decline. Hey, man, well, let's go ahead and have some fun. Well, let's lighten it up for the purple pillars.
right, man. Hey, man, we're going to play the Prime and Decline game. It's been a while since we played the Prime and Decline game. Uh, so what do we do here on the Prime and Decline game? What we do is we take uh, somebody nominates people. I don't have time to look these people up, but somebody nominates people. And then I basically show you a before and after. The Prime and Decline game is played where a woman has to be at least over 40. So we can show you a picture of her in her 20s or her prime, in essence, her physical prime you know, before she hits the biological wall. And then we'll show you after the wall or menopause, right? So we'll see which one's better because sometimes there'll be a better after they've grown up and our society believes, hey, hey they, they're better when they get older, right? So we're going to play that. We're going to see if this actually holds up. We're going to see if they're a freshman. Are you a freshman at the university? No, no. <laughs> you look like no. a freshman. <laughs> or if we're going to see if they look better as a granny. All right, so let's go ahead and uh, see what's going on here. Um, I need to share a screen. Where's my screen here? Let's play a game here. Let's play. Shall we play a game? Oh, we're going to start with Jada Pinkett Smith. Yeah, KT King picked these, so if you have a problem with KT, and KT, I had to throw a little bit of uh, caramel into your damn nominations in here. All right, so uh, Jada Pinkett Smith, we're going to start off here. Um, I just Google image these. Jada Pinkett Smith. Uh, this is her in Menace to Society. Menace to Society. Madman Killer. Just call me the East Bay Gangster. I'm your real drug dealer. Shout out to Spice One. This is Jada Pinkett Smith with the honeycombs at the end. Oh, boy. All right. Everybody remembers this. Look at that. This is a different world, Jada Smith. This is her. She didn't wax her mustache off and all that. Look at how innocent she looked. Look at how innocent she looked. Remember this? All right. This is before... Hey, by the way, I actually heard her talk to a hairstylist about um, braids and how black women damage their hair uh, early on, as early as eight years old or better with this braids. All right. And this is how they are ending up with alopecia, um, mistreatment of their scalp, wearing wigs when they have hair. I, I, I talked to a young lady who's a hairstylist and she was like, she was a black woman and she's like, yeah, man. You know, they're doing all of this tightening and pulling of the hair. They're breaking it, the hair early and pushing their hairline back with these braids. And they do that for a long time and it messes with their scalp. So um, shout out to Jada Smith. This is her young and we'll look at her a little bit older. Uh, let's see here. That, wow. This is her older. So what you are going to say now is whether you would take her in her prime or her decline. All right. This would be her decline. Uh, her fingers or something's going on here. I don't mind a little ball head. Would you take her in her prime? There she is with a, a short haircut. Or would you take her in her decline? All right, which one would you take her in? Here we go. Some people say never. Sometimes the spirit can get in you. And um, yeah, man, she got the spirit of the succubi for sure. Oh man, this is a tough spirit. But you guys got to understand the spirit that you do get in. Man. Boy, I have a theory that I won't share because it is probably misogynist as hell. You're like, damn, it's misogynist? Boy, if you think that's misogynist, what are you talking about? <laughs> I have a theory that I probably will only share on Patreon. So subscribe to my Patreon channel. I have a theory. I can't share it on YouTube because it will for show. I can't do it. I can't do it. But, um... There's the exclusive content. You get my seeking arrangement. 
streams on Patreon. You get my money mindset streams, Sunday night streams. You get the replay on Monday or Tuesday night. Very exclusive content on Patreon. Patreon is hitting over there. All right, the content that you're getting will get you to win at life. All right, so uh, primer decline, Jada Pinkett Smith. All right, let's go on to the next one. Uh, this is Missy Hyatt. Missy Hyatt, she was in the wrestling business. Uh, Missy Hyatt she used to be a valet or a ring manager. So this is Missy Hyatt in her prime. I didn't really think she was all that. She had her bleach blonde hair. She was, you know, they was all from Florida, trailer park and whatnot. And this is Missy Hyatt in her decline. As you can see, she's holding on. I'll keep holding on. This is Missy Hyatt here with the nature boy, Ric Flair. All right. And this is Missy Hyatt now. Boy, oh boy. This is a tough one. This is Missy Hyatt somewhere around now. All right. And this would be Missy Hyatt. Back then, all right, prime or decline. You don't have to take either one. All right, pass on Missy Hyatt there. This would be her holding on. All right, yeah, I don't think she was attractive at all back when I was a kid watching her. I thought she was a little nasty. She looked like she was nasty. You know those girls, they used to call them, um, when I was a kid, they used to call them slut babies. <laughs> they used to be like, the girls that was nasty already, oh, this dude, I remember I was uh, visiting Ontario, California. And uh, I was in one of those 1980s neighborhood. It looked like E.T., all right? But um, back when it was just nothing but cow pastures out there in new homes. So I was out there, and the little girls out there, this dude was calling them slut babies. So that's what she looked like. She looked like she was nasty, and she had her feet were black at the bottom. All right, so let's go with this next one. It's going to be Rosie Perez. Rosie Perez. All right, or as we say in America, Perez. Rosie Perez. All right. So this is Rosie Perez. By the way, there's a scene of Rosie Perez. Rosie Perez. There's a scene of Rosie Perez. I believe it is in Do the Right Thing. I believe it is in Do the Right Thing, in which they show her Tatis. And boy, I tell you, boy, them things was looking supple like a lady. It's one of the opening scenes in um, Do the Right Thing, I believe. If I'm not mistaken, the Do the Right Thing scene with Rosie Perez with the ice on the nipples, Lord, have mercy. That got me into my Puerto Rican thing, by the way. That had me out there talking about Boricua, Morena, Boricua, Morena. <laughs> All right, if you haven't seen the scene in Do the Right Thing with the ice on Rosie Perez's Areolas. Oh, you be down in Puerto Rico next month. All right, so here's Rosie Perez. And this would be Rosie Perez today. All right, which this is probably a bad photo of her. This would be her today, Rosie Perez. Was she in Birds of Prey? I'm not sure. Oh, White Man Can Jump. Yeah, she did have a scene in White Man Can Jump too. So there was a scene in White Man Can't Jump where she has a tank top and you can see through the tank top. Lord, have mercy. Yeah, the White Man Can't Jump. So even Do the Right Thing and White Man Can't Jump. Both of those scenes, Rosie Perez was it. All right, so um, she used to be Jenny from the block before Jenny from the block. She was J-Lo before J-Lo. All right, but she was after Lisa Lisa from Cold Jam. All right, so there was Lisa Lisa 
Wait, no, 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 no. There was the real Roxanne. Then there was Lisa Lisa. Then there was Rosie Perez. Then there was J-Lo. That's kind of how the Puerto Rican women went. All right, that's how it went. Yeah, the real Roxanne. (laughs) And then Lisa Lisa. I wonder if I take you home, will you still be in love, baby? (laughs) Who remember Lisa Lisa from Cold Jam? Oh, my God. Hello. Puerto Rican women were winning back in the day. I was like, tell me a little bit of accent. Oh, Sheila E, too. Yeah, that was Sheila E. Sheila E was in there, too. Shout out to Puerto Rico, boy. Y'all don't mess around, man. I tell you, boy, that's a weak spot for me. (laughs) That's a weak spot. Mm. All right, so anyway. Uh, what are we doing with Rosie Perez? I'm definitely going prime on this one. We're going to go prime. Okay. All right. Enough about Rosie Perez. All right. So what are we at here? This is Nikki Taylor. Nikki Taylor. She looks familiar. Is she a model? She looks like an actress or a model. So this is her looking like Kaylee. This is her and her prime looking like Kaylee. Uh, they do have a slight resemblance going on here. If you think so, let me see here. Yeah, she looking like Kaylee for sure. All right, that definitely looked like Kaylee. Uh, Nikki Taylor is her name. Uh, this is her not looking like Kaylee. This is looking like Kaylee's mama. Not too bad. I don't see, how did that mole come in there? I didn't see the mole when she was younger. Uh, she looks very basic to me, I'm telling you right now. I mean, I, in her prime, I would be hollering. I mean, she's still pretty, but she looked boring to me. All right, but uh, anyway. She need a little season on that. She looks in like chicken cutlet right now. All right, so uh, what what are we doing today? I'm definitely going prime on this one. Decline, not so much. You know what I mean? That's not my cup of tea over there. I mean, I'd holler. You know, this is prime. This is decline. And I guarantee you she probably 16, 17 right here. So be careful, gentlemen. We're talking about a model. All right, uh, where are we at here? Models are young. Back in the day. Here we go. Uh, we're going to go with Jillian Barbary. Jillian Barbary. Oh, this is her decline. Let's pop up her prime. And let me just say, um, she did have a breast cancer situation that I guess perhaps caused her to gain weight. I'm not sure. But uh, this is, uh, she used to be a weather girl on Fox LA and also on, she used to be on uh, NFL Sunday and she had a little thing with Howie Long. Like she had this little rambling crush. And so uh, right here, this is her here, right here in her better times. And uh, she was kind of old back then. And now this is her, but again, this is her after she recovered from cancer, breast cancer, I believe. So uh, I guess then she, yeah, she's, yeah, she's, you know, and this is another picture of her here. This is amazing to me how you can go from that to that. You know what I mean? That's a damn wow. I mean, that is, listen, listen, you see this? You see this here? Boy, I tell you, man, time is not on your side. So you can be like this, and in relatively short order, you can be like that. And she got a divorce, too. She got divorced before she got her breast cancer scare and gained weight. 
if I'm not mistaken. Uh, yeah, this is her right here. So, um, yeah, man. Wow. Boy, time is cruel. This is definitely a prime for sure. This is this is her right here. Looking like uh looking like Cindy Snow and Jack Tripper and them. And then she looking like she had a triple cheeseburger. Time is cruel, man. Definitely a prime. All right, we're going with Madonna. We going with Madonna. Y'all see the have y'all seen Madonna's new video? I posted it on my um on my Instagram. Madonna is out here bugging, man. Let me see if I can find it. Okay, I found it. Let me see if I can pop it up on my screen now. I'm having y'all see Madonna. Look at what Madonna doing, bro. Somebody come get your girl. She got a BBL and everything. She done went and they got the Kim Kardashian. Look at your girl, bro. What? She posted that on her damn TikTok. Hey, man, this is what happens when you hang on too, too long. What is going on, man? How old is Madonna? <laughs> what is she doing? Ladies, go get your girl. Ladies, stop it. Hey, man, this shit in feminism, bro. One swing at a time. Come get your girl, man. Y'all need to talk, talk to these people, man. And let them know it's over. You had your turn. Prime and decline, Madonna. What are we doing here? I mean, I wouldn't even take the prime Madonna. All right, I mean, I would after a while, but I'm just saying. She got a BBL and everything. And she's still out in these streets. In these streets. Unbelievable, man. That is weird. That is very weird. All right. So uh we 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 not even gonna vote on Madonna. She's a no, she's a no-go. Uh, we're gonna go with Beverly Peel. Beverly Peel. This is her right here. Uh looking very slinky. Uh, this is when they had the models that had. Very little body fat, size zero dresses, uh, body body shape. What do they call it? Body positive was nowhere near. All right, there was no way. Let's give you another picture, Beverly Peel. I'm going to tell you a story. I picked her out specifically, uh, Beverly Peel here in Better Days here with a couple of chocolate sisters right there. Sister, you've been on, on my mind. What are they doing on that boat? Can y'all Can y'all tell me what they're doing on that boat? Well, let me tell you. This is her on the covers here. Uh, Beverly Peel in Better Times. This is Beverly Peel now. This is going to be her now. All right, all spread out. This is Beverly Peel today. All right, this is going to be Beverly Peel now. Uh, minus the weave or extensions or whatnot. Who boat is that? This was Beverly Peel then. This is Beverly Peel now. You know, with the hairline pushed back and all. Um, you know, the big forehead and all that. This is Beverly Peel with her baby daddy. Hmm. Could perhaps this be her on the boat? Is this who owns the boat? Because this is her with her baby daddy. And this is her with her son. This is Beverly Peel. But uh, this son was born probably on this boat. 
See? Interesting enough about Beverly Peel, here's an interesting story. According to her, I am seriously about to be homeless. Supermodel says Peter Nygaard hasn't paid child support since January. Oh, so let's go back here. So her baby daddy, Peter Nygaard, a billionaire, has not paid child support for her son, and thus she about to go homeless. In these streets. You want to hear something else weird about this story? She also has said Peter Nygaard assaulted her sexually and that the baby was produced after one sexual assault in his mansion in the Bahamas. Interesting. Now, if you want the full story on this one, I would suggest that you go find the 2020 on the Peter Nygaard story and you will find her to be quite the liar. All right, you would find her to be very much a liar. You would be like, this woman cannot be telling the truth. All right, but uh, she tells her story. Her son's there. He tells his side of the story. This was during the Me Too movement. He put her out there. Now, Peter Nygaard's in jail. And let me tell you, Peter Nygaard is not such a good guy. All right, if you know about him, he was out in Bahamas out here with these young girls, allegedly. Yeah. So he's not the best character of, of himself. He was having his fun, that's for sure, allegedly. But she's also saying the same guy that assaulted her is not paying child support, and she about to be homeless. Mm. Yeah, Peter Nygaard's in jail, all right? So he's in jail at this moment right now, and there's been longstanding stories of the things that he's done. He's not such a nice guy, all right? But she did have a baby with this guy, and she did not. she did know he wasn't a nice guy. She knew he was a nice guy for years, but she steady kept getting flown into his mansion in the Bahamas. You guys got to watch the story. You'll be in shock and awe. You'll be watching the story like this can't be real. Yeah, he was Epstein before Epstein, I think, or they were running in cahoots. All right, they were doing it tag teaming. All right, this is the stuff you need to know. Anyway, enough about Beverly Peel. All right, who's our next item up for bid? We got a couple more. People don't like this game. All right, Carmen Electra. Carmen Electra, uh, Carmen Electra, wasn't she on uh, Baywatch? Carmen Electra right here, then and now. Carmen Electra, then and now, all right? She's not too bad. She's foldable. Oh, here we go. Here's a better one. I'm pretty sure she looks a little bit more chopped up by now. We need a 2020 picture, 2022 picture of her because these aren't doing it. This would be her now. Yeah, you can see it's taking its toll now. Time is ticking right now. You can see when they put that mascara on and they plop it on like that, it's about over. All right, Carmen Electra, I'm going in prime before. Didn't she have a STD too, allegedly? Allegedly. This is allegedly. I won't want to spread that if that's false. Prime and decline on Nikki Cox. Pause. Nikki Cox is an actress. All right, prime and decline on Nikki Cox. Uh, There she is there and there she is now. Uh, she's getting some interesting stuff going on with that neck. All right. The neck is starting to tell the truth like a tree trunk. Uh, allegedly, this is, is this her too? Oh, no. I might get a virus on my thing right now. Let me see. Uh, is that allegedly her too? This can't be. Oh, man. You know, maybe that's a bad, maybe she was having a bad day. 
Maybe she was having a bad day. I don't know, man. Oh, boy. Boy, time is not on the sides. I tell you, man. This is why they have so much fun when they're young. Last couple here, Rosario Dawson. Uh, Rosario Dawson, I couldn't find any updated pictures. This would be her, I think, in her decline here. Um, is she with Cory Booker? She with Cory Booker? She lived with Cory Booker? Oh, she taking an L for me. All right. No, I didn't know that. All right. She lived with Cory Booker? I don't know what to say now. Hmm. I can't name a movie she was in either or a TV show, but I'm bad with names. So, yeah, here it is. Uh, Corey Booker and Rosario Dawson, Rosario Dawson split after two years of dating. Boy, I don't want to follow this guy. This guy's a clown. Look at this dude. Homie the clown, don't mess around. Even when the man try to hope you down. Yeah, this dude got to be one of the biggest clowns out there. And he was five-stroke special in Rosario Dawson. I'm not following that. That's a that's a prime for sure. <laughs> she was on. Uh, last one. Celeste Bonin. This looks like uh, she would be a former wrestler. Yeah, she's done. I mean, I'm not even going to waste time on this one. Yeah, she's she, she looked like she wasn't in good shape in the first place. All right. Uh, anyway. Yeah, she had nothing going on in the first place. All right, so that's done with that. And who else is this one? Oh, Beverly Peel. All right, so we're done with the game. Uh, thank you for playing. We're probably going to, let's see here. Let's, let's. Yeah, thanks for playing on that one. Uh, we'll end this one uh, with some super chats. Shout out to Jack Hammer. He says, death, sure fire, cause caught cure for sleep apnea. Death is the surefire cure for sleep apnea. Yes, you will You will be in for the long ride. You go into the upper room where Jesus. All right, metal fans said, Coach, where can I get an iron aboard Kaylee realistic love doll? I need to bury that salami after Easter services. All right, I'm sure they're out there. I wouldn't know where to get one. But you can get you a live and flesh one easy. Shout out to Felix Garcia. Coach, thank you for the best edutainment here on YouTube. Thanks for the last hashtag New York free agent last style with the Yankee fitted Sean. Young Viking Will Smith is a real alpha male like Tupac. All right, boy. Jada could sure pick him. So not only did Tupac, you know, work himself up to his death by essentially, um, if you think about it, the actions that Tupac took leading up to his death is actually kind of what happened with Will Smith, too. So Tupac, before he died, actually went on a slapping tirade in the hotel lobby in Las Vegas. Y'all remember that? You know, he went and just, he just, he just snapped and ran up. A, so maybe Will Smith was like, hmm, this is what she likes. <laughs> right, I'm going to go run up and slap a dude. That's how Tupac went out. Shout out to Juan Primeros. Jada said, basically, Will's more emotional than me. Well, in, in this case, guys, uh, in today's world, women can be the dom in relationships for sure. And they can be the open dom. Like they can be the out and out dom. And so in this situation, Jada is the dom. Will is the submissive. And in any culture in which you guys know how balance of power works, 
Um, the male doesn't have to be the dom all the time. And in our culture now, we actually promote the men, the male to be the submissive in every way. Most married men are the submissive. Most married men are the submissive in their relationship. Most, not all. Most married men operate and function as the submissive. All right. They have no authority in their home. They say things like happy wife, happy life. And, you know, you're the queen. You have wear the pants in the family. And, you know, they say those subservient words. Um, they over they overly play their hand and spoil her. This is a submissive act and they act in submission. So um, in today's culture, we promote the woman can be the dom. And uh, this the way they get ascend to the dom position is they say that um, they say equal partnership. That's her getting to the dom position. So she assumes the equal status at the beginning and then slowly moves into dominant. Yeah, that's how it works. You know, this is how it works in the uh, what do they call it? They call it um, they call it um, uh, what is it called? Sado, uh, BDSM, BDSM culture. This is how it's proposed. This is how relationships and 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 affairs are proposed in in BDSM. It's a dom and a submissive in lesbian or gay culture. It's dom and submissive. Someone plays the dom, someone plays the submissive. They'll either say who pitches and who catches. There's someone that always catches and there's someone that always pitches. And uh, two female relationships, which they call lesbian, they also have the dom and submissive. They actually will pinpoint who the dom and submissive is in lesbian relationships. And the reason how I know this is because I coach women's basketball for a long time. All right. And I've been around lesbians for all my life. And they would school me and educate me on how it works. She's the, she's the submissive or she's the femme. She's the femme. I'm the dom. So uh, this is how they form their relationships. And then so it tells you which one's what. And normally you, you would see who's the one who dressed more manly. It's most of the time going to be the dom. Like they would wear the big baggy white shirt with, the, with three sports bras on. Right. Um, where you can't see her chesticles and she wear baggy clothes and baggy. John Cena uh, jorts, the jean shorts, and the J Jordans. And <laughs> she looked like somebody's homeboy with the bandana and the Yankee cock fitted. You'd be like, who homeboy is this? She pull up on a motorcycle, Sean. She get her gloves off, Sean. She pull her helmet off. What up, Sean? Yeah, homeboy. You know what I'm saying? She like one of the boys. You're like, wow. And let me tell you something. They get more women than you ever can get. Those girls... Get more women than you can ever think of. Than ever you can ever think of getting. I used to go to the women's final four. I used to go to the women's final four, which was uh, basically the women's basketball coaching convention. And there was there was female basketball players who were now older and coaches and legends. I used to be around these people like um, Teresa Edwards and Dawn Staley and Lisa Leslie. And Lisa Leslie was not known to be gay or any of like but i was in that culture i was in that circle i wasn't like with them with them but i was in that circle i would be in at the coaches convention and let me tell you something them girls the dom of those girls and i can't put say who but there's stories out there like I, i'll tell you uh what was the girl's name Re reggie miller's sister cheryl miller and dawn staley and T Teresa Edwards. they were like dudes they got hoes. 
they got more hoes than you could ever in your wildest dream ever imagine. They used to run through them like dudes would run through them. And they walked around with leather jackets and, and slacks. <laughs> like, they used to walk in the hallway like, what up? At that convention, they used to run-ish. So um, I seen it with my own eyes, and I saw fine chicks with them, fine women. They would have fine girlfriends. They would have fine girlfriends like, wow, finer girls than you ever could get. And I'm sitting there like, hot, what in the world is going on? So just so you know, <laughs> just so you know, you guys haven't seen the world like I've seen it. And I've known even, even I remember even seeing girls that weren't even famous, but they were basketball players and not even stud basketball player. They had fine girlfriends. And I remember one time this, I found out this one girl was uh, a femme. I thought for sure she was straight. And she was a gorgeous, like, light-skinned girl, and she was in college, and, and she was a basketball. I was like, there ain't no way. I found out she was a femme in a relationship. I was like, wow. I was like, I can't believe it. And she had a girl. She had a, a girlfriend that looked like a dude. I was like, boy. So when I tell you these women get better women that you will ever get, in that circle, they get better women than you ever think can have, that you could ever think that you could get. Especially when they're younger. Anyway. And a lot of dudes, I remember a lot of dudes would be asking me about certain basketball players. Oh, she's so beautiful. I'm like, don't even worry about her, guys. <laughs> I'm like, don't even worry about her. You ain't never going to get, you will never have a chance at her. What? What do you mean? You'll never have a chance at that woman. Because, by the way, man, if you ever go to a WNBA game or any of those type of events, go to a game and try to get in line and go shake one of them girls' hands and try to put your mat game on. Hey, where's all our parking lot pimps at? Where's all our parking lot pimps? I got a challenge for you. I got a great challenge for you. All right? go do, Let's go to a WNBA game and let's see you put your mat down. <laughs> Candace Parker's married to a woman. Can a, somebody said, what about Candace Parker? She's married to a woman. She was in a marriage with a man and she married a woman. This is, this is known information. Let me see right here. And she's pregnant by the woman. Make this make sense. This is a new world here. New world order. She's married to a woman and pregnant after being married to an NBA player. There she is right there. Guys, when I tell you about women basketball players, I'm like, don't even waste your time, Mr. Matt guy, or go ahead and run some game. I would love to see it. I would love to see it because I know too much. I'd be like, don't even, don't even waste your time, bro. Don't even waste your time. There's girls in line. She got girls that she, she's got girls that she gave tickets to, to show up to the game. Don't waste your time. <laughs> She can't get pregnant by a woman. You tell me. Anyway, I don't, I'm not here to out people. So don't, if, unless they're out, then I'll show you. If they're not out, which 
you know, in, in the mainstream world, they may not be out. So I'm not here to out basketball players. I'm just telling you, you guys, many of you guys are wasting your time. Not with <laughs> especially the professional ones. And if they go to certain colleges, forget it, bro. I mean, I can already tell you. Whatever college team they play for, I'm like, don't even waste your time, bro. But I'm not here to out specific basketball players. All right. Because um, you know, for the for the for you ham and eggers, you might not know these things and it might be shocking to you. And it's illegal, it's illegal to out people. So I'm not here to out people. But unless they're really out and they've been out and confirmed, like Candace Parker was out and confirmed. She came out and put it out there. So I can show you that. But um, don't ask me about certain players. Because I don't I don't know off the top of my head if they're out. Where are we at? Juan Pamera says, Jada said, basically, Will's more emotional than me. I got you on that one. Miles Morgan, hey, coach. Here's a couple of nickels for Nova's puppy food, but Will can file for divorce first and let Jada take uh, $150 million and walk away from all this like Leo DiCaprio and head to the junior college or just light them up. So Will cannot do this. And this is why I think, this is why I think he can't do it. It's because Jada knows too much information about Will. Jada is the dom and Will is the submissive. So. In, in theory, Will could do that, but if he did that, Jada would be writing tell-all books like crazy. She'd be doing, she'd be doing, um, she'd be doing red table talks on Will Smith, dragging out dirt on Will, throwing dirt on his name. So he would never do that. That's why he's not doing it. This is why he had to slap Chris Rock. This is my theory, by the way. This is all alleged. He can't do this. Jada knows way too much. See, Jada's getting buried in the public eye and she's taking it because she's a dom. But if there is a situation where she can throw Will under the bus, under the bus, and meaning if she he divorces her and leaves her or whatever it is, or embarrasses her, because if you think about it, Will hasn't embarrassed her. She's embarrassed Will. This tells you there's a power dynamic. There's something that she knows that could really bury Will's ass. And he ain't going to do it. That's why he's stuck. <laughs> Here we go, guys. Uh, L-Train Galaxy separated from a feminist with a full, wait, for a full month. And he says the check is great or life is great. Separated from a full feminist. Yeah. Or, or a feminist for a full month. Yeah, it, guys, don't don't get involved with feminists, guys. It's, it's, a, it's a trap. So not saying that they're bad, but they're not relationship material, but sometimes they will desire relationships for an ulterior motive. Um, and uh, it's not going to work out for you. And you need to determine if she's a womanist right away. All right, you need to light her ass up with some specific questions to get her to uh, squawk. El Chino says, shout out to the coach gang in the e in for the evening show, listening in while working out, not in these streets. In these streets. Indeed. Joe Kate, take off the cape, men. Let these XXs fail. Going to the San Diego Junior College all summer long. Hit me with the. Gotta get my bag and run. Uh-huh, <laughs> uh-huh. San Diego Junior College, man. They got a lot of Mesa Junior College, Grossmont, San Diego on fire down there, literally and figuratively. Devin Morgan, Chris presented, and Will came and hugged quest love and yeah so that was the situation there uh what was going on here somebody's got conspiracy theories related to 
the one uh, Oscar director producer that might have orchestrated the entire thing. I don't know why you would do that. I mean, come on. All right, your boy Scoop, stop hurting feelings, coach. One time for the gang. Appreciate you, man. I got money. HP Benning, haven't supported you in a minute, but I appreciate you. And that's you. Jay Will, hey, coach, I would argue Jada never loved Will and saw him as someone she could monkey branch off of or finesse. I'm from Baltimore, or she's from Baltimore, and probably saw him as soft and didn't respect him. So I could agree that she did not love Will. I think she's always had a problem. Uh, I think people are saying Will's held hostage. I think Jada's held hostage by Will. If you really want to know, I think Jada's being held hostage by Will. That's why she's acting the way she's acting. She could easily walk away. But Will wants to keep this thing intact. I think Jada wants to go. She's showing, giving Will every indication. I mean, how much more humiliation can she take? I think Will, in his blue pill way, and him imagining his legacy, and uh, which is tarnished by now. Everything he's worked for is pretty much tarnished. I think Will's holding Jada hostage in this relationship. He won't let her leave. And so she's doing everything she can to try to get rid of him. Uh, so we're saying Jada's holding Will hostage. I think it's the opposite. I think Will hold it, holding Will is holding Jada hostage. Yeah, she won't let him because Will wants this to be the perfect story. He wants his life to be the perfect story. He wants his family to live on. But there's clips of he, even his children disrespecting him. Uh, Jada let George Clooney come on dis, and disrespect him. I showed that clip before and read that article. Um, a lot of men have disrespected. Uh, a lot of people. Uh, August Alcina has disrespected Will. So. Jada want to go. Will is holding Jada. That's my opinion. He wants this to be the uh, final story. He wants this to be the um, pursuit of slappiness. Shout out to somebody. Somebody put that as their title. He wants this to be the, the perfect story at the end. He wins in the end and he gets the girl and he has the perfect family. That's my that's my opinion. Shout out to one uh one eight hundred young trash. That new intro for the shop is fire, but maybe consider blurring out the license plate for safety and privacy reasons. It's a fake plate. It's a fake plate. GMB, I think Roman Business did pursuit of slappiness, but I don't know if he had it from someone else. So I'm always reluctant to give somebody a thing, and they's like, "Well, he had it first. I don't know." Because <laughs> it seemed like that would be, but, but if he came up with that, that's a great. That's a great come up. Uh, Scott O, in humor, if coach is on your ass, you know somebody else is getting a break. <laughs> yeah, man. You don't want me on. I'll be on you. I'll be on you. Uh, Keith Wright, appreciate you, sir. Jay Will says, I also argue Jada is extremely jealous of Will's success and purposely publicly dated all, uh, August to embarrass and emasculate Will, which that's true. I seriously doubt it was his suggestion to an have an open marriage. Um, interesting take. Interesting take. I'm not saying you're wrong. I don't agree 100%. I agree with some points of that, and I agree on other points. I think you might be on, you're definitely true about the embarrassment and emasculation. I think that's on point. I also think that Jada, I agree that Jada's jealous of Will's success. I could see that. Women get People get competitive in marriages, which are un is unfair. There's never going to be equal success. Jada has always been third-tier actress. She's never been an A-list actress. 
Uh, Will Smith has been highly successful in the acting endeavors and almost in everything else. So there could be comp competition because they're both in the same industry. And um, she's been waiting for her chance to get some shine. Uh, so, yeah, I agree with that. I don't know about the open marriage thing, but he might have agreed with this up front. There are some some rumors about Will that I don't want to discuss because I'm not here to out people. But there's been an industry rumor about uh, him, too. And whatever. This is all stuff that's probably what Will wants to be protected. So that's, you know, it's not my call here. I'm not here to spread gossip. I'm not trying to get drug in the court. But you can look it up on the internets, and the internets have plenty of this gossip out here related to that. So <laughs> I didn't name no names. So if it comes in here, if, wait, comes, wait a minute. Uh, you know, if your ears to the street, you'll pick up plenty of indication of what I am alluding to. I'm not, yeah, I'm not in here. I didn't say nothing. I didn't say Nathan around here. Yeah, Paul's on everything. I don't know. Rational irrationality. Will's next movie is going to be a feminist film called Women's Independence Day, where Tupac comes back and bends Jada over the table. Price is wrong. <laughs> Tupac's hologram is going to win in the end. Oh, my gosh. All right, wow. Kaylin Ferguson, the sad part about this is that Will could be Leo uh, DiCaprio leaving uh, leave chicks after they turn 25 and move on to the next. He could be, but that's not a part of the legacy he wants to leave behind. And there's other things that are getting in the way of that. Chad Chadwick Fairbanks, what did you say? Excuse me, coach. As a Chad, I must disagree. These Scottsdale 49ers are damn Tupelo nines. You're true. That's true too. You do if you live in certain areas, the the ugly women or the average women in your area are way better looking than the the best looking women in in your area. Just depending on what area you're in. <laughs> That's true. Scottsdale, Arizona is one of them. Obviously, Orange County, California is one of them. Los Angeles, Miami, New York, Washington D.C. So what happens is you get in a very competitive market and there's big fish, small pond syndrome in your little neighborhood, Des Moines, Iowa, Boise, Idaho. A lot of people, you know, they think they big and bad, but they bring their ass out here. They're a five immediately. They struggling. They go to Scottsdale, Arizona. They're struggling. You know what I mean? They come out here. Well, damn, I thought I was all of that. They go from Tupelo to New Orleans. They're struggling. They go to Tupelo. So, um, yeah, man, people have to get a reality, real picture. Are you a big fish in a small pond or you are a small fish in a big pond? Yeah, San Diego is another one of those situations. You go to San Diego and you were a six where you showed up, or I'm sorry, you were an eight where you showed up from. And you took your ass down to San Diego, you're a five. Like quickly. As soon as you get on the dating app and fire that bad boy up, you're a five and you're going to get dealt real, real quick. Juan Pameras. So let me guess, Willow has alopecia too. Like mother, like daughter. Jeremiah Franz, Harvey Weinstein got Rosie, apparently. Mm, Harvey, gosh, I would love to go in on that, but people would really be upset about what I have to say about that. But that's going to be proof of what I talk about. Um, The monetization of women, that's a form of monetization where women have given up 
themselves for quid pro quo. I can't say it. Quid pro quo. In essence, it's a form of sexual exchange, transactional uh, relationships, which is basically prostitution. It falls under the line of prostitution for benefit. And um, they've done this and then they move into another spectrum. And you see it, you you think these are just actresses that do this. No, these people do this in corporate America, uh, in schools. It's been proven. And then later on, they're 29, 30, and they forget about it. You don't know nothing about it. You know hide nor hair or anything about it. And all of a sudden, oh, I've met a wonderful woman. So you guys got to watch out. This is why I say hire a private investigator if you think this is going to be a problem. El Chingon says... Coach, that primer decline theme has a hot beat. I try to give y'all a hot beat out here. Jeremiah Franz, Madonna got 10, 20-year-olds chained up in her house, and she does. She does. I wouldn't do it, right? But I'm sure that there's men that would do it. Ricky V, Madonna has always was always an overrated Marilyn Monroe wannabe, the OG 304. This is true. She basically swagger jack Marilyn Monroe. All right. Uh, where are we at? Oh, uh, why, uh uh, Juno Ma says Hawthorne High alumni, alum Beverly Peel. I didn't know she went to Hawthorne. Shout out to Hawthorne. Hawthorne. F losinger. <laughs> right, shout out to all the Hawthorne Cougars out here. I got a little bit of Hawthorne High in my history. All right. Shout out to everybody in Hawthorne, Lawndale, Torrance, and uh, 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 Inglewood. Those are all the cities closer in. And then you got. Compton and all of that later on down Rosecrans. Mm. Shout out to Rosecrans. <laughs> Hawthorne Boulevard. All right. Uh, anyway, shout out to Art Madonna, age 89. Would get that powerful salami. Huh? All right, my man Art going in. Oh, boy. Mm. Yeah, my stream tried to cut out. Yo, um. Are you going in on Madonna at age 89? Yo, oh my goodness. Shout out to Busy Izzy. If Will doesn't leave her now, there ain't no helping him. He deserves every backlash, but he can't leave. He's done. He's done. Will's, uh, Jada's going to bury him. That's why he can't leave, but he's going to be a lonely man. Jay says, catch the replay later. Keep the message going, coach. Thank you, sir. Jeremiah Friends. Franz, Will needs to have a long talk with Tiger Woods. Another guy that proves what I'm talking about, a high-end guy that was banging a, a lot of women that were low-quality women. All right, so again, he's not a Chad, he's not a Chirone, but he had high status, and he was damn near almost a billionaire. He had a trophy wife, and he was banging women from that worked at diners, older women. All right, so again, a lot of guys want to walk around here only bang hot chicks. Stop the bull crap, all right? Not saying that you're Tiger Woods. All right, let me see here. I'm going to pull this up with a woman at a diner, and she was an old woman. Let me see here. Here he is right here. <laughs> Tiger, I tell you, man, brothers, dudes don't have opportunities just to turn up. Wait a minute, that's the wrong one. Dudes don't have the opportunity to turn down sex. Tiger was like, you'll go now. I'll take you. This is one of the women. Tiger was the $8 an hour diner waitress in the deal that kept their affair out of the news. Here's the woman right here. And he, Tiger Woods. This is how much men don't care about looks. 
Men don't care. You want to give it up? And not only that, this the woman, she probably got a husband somewhere. <laughs> it says right here, naive. She's naive. Waitress Mindy Lawton loved Tiger Woods and thought he would be he was being faithful to her. <laughs> what? <laughs> Remember I was telling you the story of Tiger sliding through, the guy sliding through late at night on the slide on the creek. Hey, slide through. Okay. <laughs> oh, I thought he loved me. What? <laughs> Are you serious? There's his trophy wife. All right. With the good skin and all and the blonde hair, head and shoulders herself. All right. And she banging, he banging a 34-year-old diner waitress. And she a four for sure from Orlando, Florida. Boy, if you ever been to Orlando, Florida, you know it's slim pickings anywhere off Orange Drive or anywhere not near the University of Central Florida, which, by the way, boy, is definitely one of the hottest campuses out here in terms of the girl. But if you if you go off away from University of Central Florida, it's slim pickings out there. All right. Look at that forehead, sloping forehead right here. She looked like she's straight out of the trailer park. Guess what? Tiger Woods. I'm telling you, men are some low-down, dirty dogs. <laughs> men don't have standards. I want you, I wish these PUAs would stop with the BS. I know I sometimes come down a little hard on you guys. Yeah, she a plain Jane. I'm I'm with you. I'm with the plain Jane stuff. Sometimes you can't look at them hard. You'd be like, can you put just a little makeup on? Just a little bit. And then they put it on. You're like, oh, Lord, uh, take it off. Wipe that off. <laughs> you ever do that? Because I love plain Janes. You know what I mean? You sitting there going, man, you know what? You're nice and all, you know, you're a little too plain. You might not putting a little lipstick and mascara on a little bit. She go in the bathroom. She puts on. How do I look? Oh, my God. Hey, get a face cloth. Wipe that shit down. Do you ever put on any makeup? You can't even put on makeup, Lord. <laughs> no wonder why you don't wear makeup. You can't put none on. Jesus. Shout out to Busy Izzy. Coach, have you, uh, how much to hire you a, I'm sorry, I messed up. Busy Izzy says, Coach, how much to hire you as a private singer out here? I'll put on a show. I'll put on a show. And it says, Google Madonna's boyfriend, CGA is right again. All right. Oh, I'm going to, oh no. Am I going to regret this? This might be, um, let me see here. Oh yeah, yes. Oh, oh boy. You know, I don't miss. You guys knew it. You guys knew it was coming, right? Let's do this. You guys knew it was coming, right? Brothers will never, ever fail. I could go in on this one for quite a bit. Brothers, it is your duty. It is your duty in this world to just take, especially if she has any white on her. You take all the leftovers. This is your job. And and if you listen to a PUA and he's a black guy and he's been with white women, more than likely been leftovers. I mean, it's it's guaranteed. 
They ain't got no top quality Kayleys. It's always been MILFs and Cougars and older women, 34, if they've got white women, a black PUA. They ain't got the top ones right at the camp, college campus. And they, I ain't like, bruh, brothers will not, it is your duty. Like, this is what's expected of you. Have you ever turned down a leftover woman? <laughs> Have you ever been like, nah, that's all right. And she looked at you like, what? How dare you turn me down? This used to be Debbie Mazur's boyfriend. Oh, wait. Oh, she says his boyfriend is lovely. Boy, brothers love them some leftovers, don't y'all? Look at this. Y'all love you. Hey, look, get your sugar mama on. Get your sugar mama on. Hey, brothers love them some. Where's the video? Do I need to? <laughs> do I need to bring up the video? Look. <laughs> Yo, brothers. <sighs> He says, we can't coach them, call us G-A-Y if we say no. We got to take them. Hey, if a brother says they banged a hot chick, you already know. He lying his ass off. <laughs> of any race, you know he lying. He ain't nowhere near telling no truth. You know he done got left. Oh, There's another uh, person that. What's the dude, uh, what was the girl's name? Hold on for a second. Right here. Hold up for a second. I'm going to pull this up. Look. So this guy right here, this guy is LeBron James's agent. What does he end up with? Now, I don't think he has kids. I don't think anything. He's 40. He's 40. She's 33. But, you know, she don't look like that when they get home. Brothers love them, boy, y'all brothers. Y'all do anything to stay away from a black woman, won't y'all? I know I'm talking about myself, too. If she got thick white legs, y'all there. Show up. Reporting for duty. That's all she got to have. And don't say it's just me. I'm giving you evidence after evidence after evidence. Even when you're at your top, how much is how much is this man worth? Don't say it's just me. I'm giving you proof, by the way. How much is he worth? I'm going to pull it up right here. His net worth. He worth $120 million. He worth $120, and he got, this is what he came home with. This is the best he could do. Shout out to the nasty boys in the building. I know, man. Nasty boys like, coach, man, you throwing us under the bus. You throwing us under the bus. Well, then another guy's going to say, but uh, that's her. That's his sugar mama. Brothers always looking for sugar mamas, even when they got money. You got money. You don't need no sugar mama. Well, Dale got money, and he probably, she probably buying him stuff. He got $120 million. He don't need, he could be down at San Diego State. He could get him a young pog. <laughs> you tell me he can't do better than the Dale? I'm doing better than the Dale. There ain't no way in hell he can't do better. 
All right. Shout out to you, sugar mama, having ass dudes, no matter how much money you got. Jeremiah Franz in the building. What did you say? And I got to end the show. Mindy is a Nebraska too. <laughs> a Nebraska too. Man, that's bad because she can't go anywhere. She can't go anywhere. But shout out to the brothers, man. Congratulations to all the brothers out here. Hey, we got to get what we got to get. We got to get what we got to get. But my theory still stands. You know what I mean? We are considered the leftover takers. We take all comers. We take all comers. We can make we can make sugar. We can turn shit into sugar. Right? <laughs> Whatever we can do. A little sugar never hurt. Yeah, you know, it is what it is. We got to do what we got to do. We got to do what you got to do to break her heart. All right, man. We out of here, brothers, man. Shout out to the coach gang. I got to go pick up. I'm got to be my kid's taxi now. We're going to be taxiing the Porsche. We out of here.